calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hello and welcome to podcast number 157. My name is Chris Tilly, filling in for Alex this week because he's being a lazy bugger. He is. Uh, and he's I'm actually here. doing work, how dare he? Idiot. And I'm here with Keza. Hi, yo. Luke. Hello. And Rich is back on the podcast. Hello, Rich, hello. Rich Bearpark, how are you doing, Rich? Very good, thank you. Good to be back. Feels great. Good to have you back, my friend. God, thank you very so much. so formal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's how I roll. That's how I do these. Um, so we're all a little bit hazy this morning, aren't we? Mm. Yes. Except what? for me. Except, Except for you. The Bear Park. So yeah. what, was the re- what was everyone other than Rich doing last night? We went to the GMAs, the Games Media Awards, and um, free bar. So <laughs> that was... And I don't have a good track record with them, so yeah. Did you see? We, we were trying to ban you from drinking until 9 pm. Yeah, that was the original plan. And that then, didn't go. Well, then, then I actually, bullied him into drinking. Yeah, and then Alex bullied me into having a drink like before we'd even got to the GMAs. And two then he got really drunk wine. and left yeah. early. Yeah, so two glasses of white wine um, on an empty stomach uh, <laughs> before <laughs> 7 pm. Two and, glasses um, of white wine. Then, yeah. Well, yeah, and then cocktails. I'm a very manly drinker. You're um, such, such a pussy. You really <laughs> are. And did you get on stage and sing? There was like live karaoke. No, Bex was trying to force me on. Um, Oh, but, sounds right. I know, right? Stage but, to um, sing. Yeah, no, and we were... Um, yeah, no, I, I didn't. I, I managed to re- restrain myself. As tempting as it was. Were you tempted by any of the any of the songs? Yeah, that's why I left. I was frightened <laughs> I was going to get up and embarrass myself in front of a bunch of strangers. Yeah. It wouldn't have been strangers if I'd done it. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah, too many people to bring it's it back. a good idea, yeah. yeah. And did anyone win anything at all? Well... I believe someone did. Mm. Keza. I won an award! Yay! I won Games Writer of the Year. I was really happy about it. We were up for best website, but we didn't win that, sadly. No. Um, and the award you won, was it for a specific piece? It was they... for that thing I did on EVE Online. If you listen to the podcast back in March, you'll know I, I went to Iceland and then witted on about EVE Online for about a month and everybody <laughs> told me to shut up. So I eventually wrote like a really long article about it and it won an award last night. Oh, lovely. So it was really good. It's judged good. by Tim Lott. So thank you, Tim Lott. I'm sure you're an avid listener to the IGN UK <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. It was great. And it were there any night. other big wins last night? Um... Clean sweep by the guys who do Hookshot. Yep. Hookshot being uh, um, a blog about um, about uh, downloadable games and mobile games, but it's it's run by four of the kind of more most experienced and nicest dudes in in games. So they all won lots of stuff. 
So congrats to those guys. And Kieran good. Gillen won the Game Legend Award. Kieran Gillen won the Games Media Legend, deservedly. Yeah, that nice was really bloke. good fun. There was a photo booth with lots of like Hitman props that I went a little bit crazy with. I didn't discover the photo booth until I was already extremely drunk. <laughs> so I ended up taking about 400 photographs with basically anybody I could persuade to go to the booth. So that was fun. What I noticed last night was there was just a nice atmosphere there. Mm. It was a very happy, friendly atmosphere. Everyone's genuinely happy for yeah. everybody else. That's the nice thing about the Games Media Awards is that nobody's a bitch about it. You know, yeah, well, that's my, nice. It was my first big industry event. And like, yeah, and I'm talking to people. It's very nice. They all seem very friendly. And uh, Russell Kane was the host. Yes. I thought he was very funny. He was funny, wasn't he? Lots of funny stuff, which I didn't expect, actually, from him. But not, not too many jokes at the expense of the industry. No. He seemed to be a bit yeah. of a gamer. It's, it's yeah. usually, like, I mean, not, not, not anymore, but last year was good. Um, but in previous years, when they first started doing these awards, the comedians would just come on and take the piss out of nerds. Mm. And it was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, they, 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 they've no. learned to invite comedians who game, I yeah. think. Yeah. That's they the mentioned trick. they mentioned the controversy last year a lot. That was really funny. Who who was it? Like the in between his guy, the really tall man. What's his name? Greg. 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 Greg, Greg, not Greg, Greg Davis. Miller. Greg Davis. Yeah. Not Greg, not Miller. Greg Miller. <laughs> Greg Davis. <laughs> but no. Good night. Good night was had by all. Mm. Yeah, it was excellent. Very enjoyable. But yeah. So apologies you, if we're a little hazy. Yeah, this we're a little bit fuzzy. But today. you can deal with that. You've been away for ages. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, time. I went to New York um, to cover New York Comic Con and specifically to go and interview the Silent Hill. Revelations people the sequel to Silent Hill movie that's coming out next week um, and yeah uh, the director Michael Bassett is a guy I know a Welsh guy who's a massive gamer so I did a, a really interesting interview with him about just his life gaming and all his favourite games and what he'd love to adapt and the fact that he doesn't think he'd love to make a game one day and is he good like could he adapt movies um, games into movies well he's a he's a really good horror director so okay. I think probably not brilliant for the for the Zelda movie then. No, <laughs> no. Although that's dark, you know what? Some Zelda stuff is dark. Yeah, yeah. But he was saying, why? Why would I need to direct another, you know, a movie based on a game? I'd rather just direct a game. Yeah, which yeah. I think is a yeah. good answer that a lot of these directors. They don't even think about it. That's a great yeah. answer. Yeah. But yeah, I saw um, I saw a few uh film footage from some films coming out. Evil Dead remake, which. I couldn't have been less interested in. <laughs> and I watched the trailer and it was brilliant and hor- horrifying okay. and scary and disgusting. And I'm I'm into that now. And the Kerry remake, the Carrie remake rather, yeah. which I wasn't interested in. Who's that? Who's in that? Is that Chloe it's Moretz? Chloe, Chloe Moretz. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's in, incredible. Isn't and Julianne Moore plays her mum. Oh, okay. That looks scary. I saw lots of scary things. That's good. And I met all the Walking Dead cast. That was exciting. Yeah. Oh, that must have been great. Yeah, they all came into the room the, uh, the IGN had there and just hung out for 20 minutes. Oh, amazing. Oh, Did you amazing. meet What's-His-Face, the guy who actually is English? Yeah, well, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. And David Morrissey, who's English, and he's in the new series as kind of the baddie. Oh, wow. Uh, he was there as well as Scouser. Good guy. So, yeah, taking up, the Brits taking over. <laughs> Pretty cool. Because he originally started in Teachers, didn't he? That uh, The Walking Dead yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I couldn't figure that out for ages when I was walking, walk, watching The Walking Dead. I was like, why is this so weird? <laughs> it, was, it was That's Life. Was th- That's Life? Is that what it's... No. This Life. That was the one that made him famous. He played oh, Egg, right. in, Egg in that early 90s Brilliant. show about lawyers that was full of sex. Oh, oh. excellent. Not Ali McBeal. I'm showing my age. <laughs> I'm showing my age now because everyone looked at me quizzically when yeah. I said yeah. This Life. Yeah, like was, yeah we know that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so anyone else been up to anything? Or should we just move on? I've been locked in a room playing Assassin's Creed 3 for five days. That's exciting. Yeah. Mm. I'm not allowed to talk about it at all. Review goes live on October 30th, people. Be excited about the review. 
not of course giving a hint as to whether you should be excited about the game because that's not allowed because embargoes and I'm going to get my head chopped off by Ubisoft well I'm excited to read your review yeah. thank you that's good um, Rich you've been editing anything interesting um, I've been doing a lot of uh, of video converting this week oh my god oh, Rich seriously wow like, raising the tone I, I could go into the specifics of that if uh, you know what I would, be, know. I would be genuinely amazed if you managed to make that interesting yeah. No, but that's me- not a commentary on your ability to make things <laughs> interesting it's just video encoding is boring ass shit yes I know. Well, complex algorithms and and everything like that. But me and Luke have been doing a uh, a vast amount of news videos this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been quite so fun. we've been focusing on that. Okay. What's been your favourite one this week, Luke? Back on it. My favourite one. Did one yesterday. What was our yesterday one? Yesterday was Bioshock. Yeah, that was good. Lots of lovely assets. Assets all up in our. Oh my god, assets. people! Yeah. Come on. So yeah, no, that's it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's, oh, I'm sorry. I have to take that. I'm really sorry. It's my mum. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's my mum. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Bye, Keza. Um, uh, Kez has just left the room to take a call from her mum, which is a bit rude. Yeah, well, you know. But shall we carry on without her? Yeah. I think we shall, yeah. Um, but you were talking of news, weren't you? Yeah, yes. no, so we've, ju- we've just been doing quite a lot of news. Um, and there's been quite a lot of exciting stories this week, actually. Um, first of all, well, this is kind of a bit of a non-event, really, but there's potentially been some news about the next Borderlands 2 DLC. Um now, Captain Scarlet and her pirate's booty just came out, so God knows when this will be released. But someone has had a look into the um, the code and found that the next DLC may be called Mr. Talk's Campaign of Carnage. Um, now, they've spotted three trophies, um, which tell us pretty much nothing. It says, complete the mission a long way to the top, complete all of the Campaign of Carnage side missions, and collect ten pictures of Moxie in Campaign of Carnage. So... That's kind of all we have, which isn't particularly exciting, but we do know that this is the exact way that we found out about Captain Scarlet and her pirate's booty, and also, tellingly, when we asked 2K if they wanted to say anything about it, they remained very, very quiet. So, yeah, I think um, I think that's it. We have absolutely no idea what it involves. Probably someone called Mr. Talk, mm. I would guess. Um, Thoughts, Rich? Hmm. See, I haven't actually played Borderlands 2 yet. Despite, well... You won a copy, didn't you, at, the, at this pub quiz we went to? I did. I won a copy. However, <laughs> I do not have an Xbox. So that was problematic. So there we go. Annoying. But, yeah. you know, I I think for people who do play Borderlands 2, it's exciting. Yeah, it should be good. There's there's a lot of content for it now. So mm. if you uh, if you haven't had enough of it already, then there's going to be some good stuff coming. Well, I mean, that's, that's the second of four um, DLC packs that are confirmed. So, yeah, it's going to be a shitload more. Cool. Uh, I have some movie news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Miller has been talking about X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, now, Mark has just been made a creative consultant at Fox, overseeing all their Marvel properties. Yeah. And um, he said something which I heard myself from an unnamed source this week. So I think sometimes you take with a pinch of salt what Mark says, but this sounds like it could be true about the script. Um, he says, Matthew Vaughan is going for a big sci-fi style thing with X-Men Days of Future Past. It's X-Men meets the Terminator. Oh. And that was the quote I heard as well, that um, there's going to be a Terminator vibe to this. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's the time travel we thought this was going to be. Uh-huh. But um, he's also said you've got robots as well. Yeah. Which could mean uh, the Sentinels from yeah. the X-Men universe, which are okay. kind of a big deal. This It's, it's, it's all sounding good. quite exciting. Like, I mean, what with the rumours we heard a couple of weeks ago about Famke Janssen and Patrick Stewart getting involved. Yeah. And stuff like that. Could be... Could be pretty oh, cool. It's going to be an amazing X Men movie. <laughs> really Every X Men movie is amazing. I really like the Last Stand. 
Yeah, uh, I putting do. it out there. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you don't have an opinion. Yeah, on those podcasts. Yeah. I genuinely I like them go. all. Yeah, I grew up with them, so maybe that's why. Maybe I've got a, uh, a connection. I didn't like Wolverine. No, I didn't, didn't? like Wolverine at all. No. I'll give. I, uh, I thought he was shonky. Mm, and also the underused Gambit. The oh, massively. That's my favourite character. Yeah, come on. I've but, problems with that. Yeah, but at least um, he was in there. Yeah, I was happy with that. Mark was also talking about the fact that he's going to introduce continuity to the universe if he can, so it'll be like the Avengers universe where Spider-Man will exist in the same universe as uh, okay. Wolverine and the Fantastic Four, and I think we could see some team ups happening. Do we have any? We don't so have a projected release at all, do we? Yeah, July fourteenth, twenty fourteen. Okay, they haven't started shooting then, obviously, because the script is done. They're about to start shooting. Yeah, yeah, awesome, exciting times. Yeah. Um, Keza, have you got Hi. a massive Minecraft update? Now you're I, back in the room. I am back in the room. And, oh, oh my goodness, people! And you're back in the room. Massive, massive update for Minecraft on the Xbox 360, um, which is really cool because it's now basically up to date with the well, not ba- well, yeah, pretty much up to date with the PC version. So there's loads of new stuff basically. Like you can now find um, under underground fortresses. They've got Endermen in there, which are really creepy black enemy guys. Like they're just kind of huge, just dark, shadowy men. They're they're scary. Um, but they're, they're now in it. We've got loads of new stuff like melons and pumpkins and pearls and other new things in the game. This is really exciting um, because I think that it was going to make even more people download Minecraft for the Xbox. Because a lot of people have been holding off until this update came out. It's also got creative mode, which is the mode where you just walk around building things and you don't have to worry about surviving. Cool. Minecraft is amazing. It really is. I only discovered it very recently. But it's really good. Guys, definitely download Minecraft, especially now it's got all this new stuff. That's going to be my weekend gone. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. You Minecraft man, Rich? Um, I'm not my cousin. Absolutely loves it. So I sit and watch him play. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like all those kids on the YouTubes watching other people play Minecraft? Yeah. yeah. He even, yesterday, we actually played Minecraft. Passed his bedtime, but I let him play. And, um, and he actually uh, played the game like he was doing a video to YouTube. Aww. So he's heavily in- influenced by it. Yeah, do you know what? Like, I think something I read some crazy statistic about how many millions of people have watched Minecraft videos on YouTube, but it's like a significant portion of all the people that watch videos on YouTube. Wow! Just watching Minecraft, it is excellent. Cool. And do we have a bit of Call of Duty news as well? We do indeed. Um, But well, I don't know. I feel a bit sad about this news. But uh, Nihilistic Software, who are the guys who are making Black Ops Declassified for the Vita, um, they've basically announced that they are exiting the boxed game business so they're now they're, they're not loop like they're not dispersing as a company they're reforming as a new company with a focus on digital and online um the new company will be called instigate um and something that is good is that they're making this transition without any planned layoffs or leaving any debts so it's literally just a case that for 15 years they've been um they've been knocking about making box games and they feel the time is right now to um to move forward focusing on digital online um, and some of the other games they've made other than Black Ops Declassified is um Resistance Burning Skies for the Vita um, PlayStation Move Heroes for the PS3 and then the Marvel Nemesis Rise of the Imperfects for the GameCube back in the day um so yeah I don't know really I mean it's it's compared to all these other like kind of studios that are closing for good it's it's good to see a studio you know there's no layoffs everyone's still employed and stuff which is great but it's still a bit I don't know. I'm not sold on the whole digital thing, which is why I work for a website, <laughs> oddly. Um, but yeah, you know, there you go. Um, and finally, because we like to have a moan, I got a bit of TV news. Oh, yeah. How does this sound? 
Fox has closed a deal to develop Gavin and Stacey, an adaptation of the British romantic comedy. No. No. no way. Don't do it. David Rosen, executive producer of the MTV comedy I Just Want My Pants Back, oh, f- uh, fuck will off. be overseeing the uh, Americanised version. That pisses me off. Do we know anything about it? Like... It's got this weird logline. It says the Fox version of Gavin and Stacey focuses on the key life moments of the title characters who try to maintain their relationship while combining their polarizing families' lives. See, no. that's weird. I mean, <laughs> what? It doesn't sound very appealing. Yeah, does no. It? As <laughs> as someone who's Welsh and the like, the best bit of Welsh TV that's kind of gone mainstream that like in years. What are they going to do? Is it going to be like the North and the South? Or... That's how is that going to work? Yeah. That's the thing, because with Gavin and Stacey, one of the, the best things about it is because it is set in Wales and yeah. there, there's comedy around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wales is inherently funny. Yeah. It is. I like Scotland. It's I remember fine. it was being developed a few years ago at ABC and I, I remember James Corden mentioning it on the radio and he oh, yeah. said that it was going to be like set in the South uh-huh. and it was going to be like a culture clash and maybe a race clash as well. Uh, between oh. between two families, well, um, I mean, it's not Gavin and Stacey. I don't think really. No, no. So it's been tried before and it didn't work. But um, well, if there's any Americans listening to this who don't know what we're talking about, go and seek out the original because it is really funny. Do Do we know if James Corden or Ruth Jones are involved in any? No, kind of not capacity? not at all. From from the sounds of this, not at all. Oh uh, well, that's. And he said previously with that last version that he just didn't want to get involved and yeah, and get on with it. At least he's got his head screwed on. I think that mm. that sounds like a mistake. So yeah, rubbish, bloody remakes. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? How did the Inbetweeners Why? turn out? The American one. Not very good. No. Oh, that's a surprise. Isn't I stopped it? reviewing it after about. F- I quite liked the first one, and strong, then they got it? steadily worse. And I, st- I was reviewing them for the site, and I stopped after about five because I was just saying the same thing every week. That this is isn't not very as good. good. It's not, it's not good. very well acted. It's not very well written. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I'd be surprised if that continues. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Shit. So sorry to end news on such a dour note. Yeah. <laughs> You're um, so dour today. Should we cheer ourselves up with a trailer? Yes, yeah. let's. So what is this? It's Sony's mystery trailer. It is. Sony, Sony dropped this trailer um, yesterday. Did um, they pick it up again and put it on the internet? Yeah, that's what they did. Good. And there's only, um, there's only, it's only 15 seconds long, but it's... Um, so let's have a look. Yeah. So now I'm quite confused. What the hell was that, people? Right. Pretty gu- pretty lady. Pretty lady. Who scary eyes. Pretty lady we've seen before. Um, we've seen, what, last year in um, in their Michael advert. Do you know what it is? It's an advert for an advert, again. Mm. Like they did with the Michael advert. I can't believe Sony keep doing this. Stop releasing adverts for adverts, Sony. But, you know, I mean, the interesting thing, the date at the end, the 23rd of October, is, um, I mean, the trailer's called The Reload. And the date at the end is when the redesign playstation store goes live in the states so on paper it seems like that would be that'd be the announcement that's it you know and um mm. but there's lots of little bits in there that suggest that maybe not really um, it's only 15 seconds long yeah but there's lots of the internet lots of things. Find things. Things in 15 what have, seconds you, what have you found luke well there's a clock on the wall next to the desk figure uh-huh. with the PlayStation 4 controller symbols on it, which don't know what that means, but it's there. There's a sign on the desk that says Saru Get You, which is a reference to um, Ape Escape. Um, but the biggest thing is when the the lights go out and there's that noise. Now, that's um, that noise of electric and like flashing blue light. The noise um, is the noise that Cole makes in Infamous. And obviously it looks like she's basking in electricity so 
there is a school of thought that thinks that it could be an announcement about another infamous game. Um, I don't know, but Cole is also making an appearance in um, PlayStation um, All-Star Battle Royale. So there's a chance that he could be, that it could just be a trailer for that. And they could be about to do a big trailer with lots of characters like the Michael Advert for a live a-, a live action like live acted PlayStation All Stars trailer would be really cool. Yeah, I'd so, like I mean, to see that. There's a I mean, it's, it's, it's not that Sony's adverts aren't cool; they make cool adverts, but to tease them is annoying. Don't trail your own adverts; mm. they should just mm. come out with it. Although the Michael thing was really cool and everything, but you know, people were like, "Oh my god, PlayStation Four is going to get announced," and it was like, "Oh look, it's an advert." <laughs> you're moaning about it, but we're talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I re- I really like it. I hadn't seen the Michael trailer. Um, before I, before I looked up for this, and no, it's it's great. I, so I think it'd be quite interesting to see what happens. Um, it probably is going to be a really small announcement. Yeah, I think, I think it's unlikely. Network, I think like. it's enormously unlikely there'll be an announcement attached to it. But um, it, yeah. would be, it would be well. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they come up with. I think live action PlayStation All Stars movie would be great. That would look great. really interesting that they've used the same what, the same woman's in both though. So I'd like I want to see what that's about. She's quite pretty. Yeah. Um, and what's the date? So what's the date we're looking at? Uh, that is the 23rd of October, which is next Tuesday, I believe. Okay, yes. so we might be revisiting this next week. Yeah, yeah look out possibly. for that, people. Watch mm. this space. Intriguing. So let's have a bit of feedback then, shall we, people? Yeah. Who I have some feedback. What you got, Kez? I have some feedback from... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I read that as Jizz McCoyles, but it's not. It's Jazz Camoyles or something like that. <laughs> and I'm just going to call him Camzy because that's what he refers to himself. He says, ah, guys, I'm doing a school project in which we're tasked with writing a magazine about a topic of our choice. Obviously, we've chosen video games. So we have a couple of questions we'd like to ask. Firstly, do you think that allowing the PlayStation 3 and Visa to be more linked up, not necessarily with games, but with other app services and general interface, will create more of an incentive to buy it? Yes. Hmm. I think so. I think it would definitely help. Yeah. In the same way as if you have, you know, Mac, iPad, iPod, etc., etc., they can all play with each other. That's the thing. I think connectivity between devices is the way every everything's going. Yeah. So mm. it's needed. I like the idea. I I, I like the crossplay. That's my favourite thing about the Vita is being able to play the same game on your Vita and then on your PlayStation Three when you get back mm-hmm. to your house. That's awesome. Um, but if that was in more games, I'd probably. I think that would be a bigger incentive for people to buy. But then again, only for people who own PlayStation 3s, I guess. Not yeah. that that's, that's still quite a lot of people, but still. I don't know. What would it take to make people buy a Vita? I don't have a Vita. I don't particularly I don't have, have any. I mean, th- my thing is, though, I don't really like portable gaming. Like, I don't really play games on my phone or anything like that. I just think, you know, for me, it's like I like going to the cinema to see films because it's blockbuster, big, and the same same thing with games. I like sitting down with a big TV and watching them and... I don't like wandering around with them on a small screen. Mm. I play my DS a lot, mm. but partly the Vita just hasn't had any games I want to play yet. Yeah. Still, it's getting Still. some stuff. Na- some stuff. It's got now, literally no games. Yeah. Maybe if they put a phone in it, I'd buy one. <laughs> like the yeah, Engage, actually, that yeah. went really well, didn't <laughs> it? I think that's, that would be for me. Put a phone in it. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely the way. The next question that Camzy has for us is, I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I've been extremely excited about Star Wars 1313, but there's not been much gameplay footage or screenshots release. Is this cause for concern? It's no. not cause for concern, Kamzi. The reason that they've not showed us more is because it's quite clearly running on the next generation consoles. Yeah, and like, so they're not obviously. allowed to show us. Yeah. Um, like the trailer that did come out, that big one, that was gameplay footage rather than cinematics. So, yeah, it's pretty like... I mean, I mean, it looks like cinematics, but yeah. It's I would hard. say don't worry at all about that. They'll show it when they're allowed to talk more about the hardware it's running on, I think. Has yeah. that one got a release date or is it... 
it's one of those. Yeah, it's 2013, those probably. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, seeing as it's 1313. Actually, yeah. I think they said 2014, if I remember rightly. Well, I've got, um, I think it's 2013 officially, but as with all these things, I think it's going to be, It's we're just going to have to wait until Sony and, and Microsoft get the all clear. It's far out, man. For them to talk about it. It's far out. I want to play it now. It looks it really, does good. Look really good. Industrial yeah. Light and Magic are on it, aren't they? It looks extraordinary. Really cool. Um, he doesn't want it to turn out like Force Unleashed. No, that was a big disappointment, mm. I have to say. Fingers was it Forced Unleashed that gave you Vader at the beginning? And was like, you're Vader, motherfucker. And you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then they're like, ah, now you get to be an apprentice yeah. for hours. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Uh, just the fact that they tried to slot it into the canon of the kind of Star Wars thing. I mean, I think Lucas has bastardised that enough, quite frankly. Does he even have canon anymore? Well, this is the thing. I think we'd all like to forget the prequels. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I get I get amused when diehard Star Wars fans get upset about continuity. Because it's so buggered at this There's just not day. much continuity going on in Star Wars. You know, Star Trek, fair enough, all right? You can, because, you know, Gene Roddenberry was big on his continuity and his, uh, you know, self-contained universe stuff. And they spend a lot of time thinking up explanations for things that happen in Star Trek. But Star Wars, come on. Yeah. Just let it do what it wants. Get over it, people. Um, I have an email from Sharia who asked a simple question. Uh, would you be able to get Sam or Dan Hauser for the Christmas message? So every year on the uh, on the Christmas podcast... We do get some little audio messages from people, friends of the show. Well, we did uh, last year. We did Peter Molyneux doing a ten-minute address to the nation, yeah. Queen's Speech Star. So, nice. Keza, I don't know these people. They are the most secretive individuals in video games. Oh, so it is highly unlikely that we would ever get them to say anything in public. How about we get but Krupa if anyone and can, Alex to do impressions of them? Mm. That would be good. Dress up like them. I hear Alex is one of the few people in the world who's actually met. One of the houses. Ooh. So maybe he could do a good impression. Give it a go. But that's good. I'd forgotten about the Christmas message. We need to uh, get on. We should get a good one. Guys, send us in who you'd like to see for, for the IGN Christmas message this yeah. year. It was Peter Molyneux last year. Um, let us know. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. But be realistic. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be like, you know. Don't don't suggest anyone who's not dead. Not Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get Shigeru. Maybe I could get Shigeru Miyamoto to do it. Uh, I think Mario? it's quite unlikely. Mario? Mario. Yeah, <laughs> Charles Martinet. Me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Charles also Martinet would be well up for that. I got him to do my voicemail once, Charles Martinet. Awesome. It was funny for about two weeks. <laughs> and then unfortunately it was like, you've got a really annoying voicemail message with Mario just screaming continuously. <laughs> uh, next up. Right, I've got some, yeah. Okay, so um, this is from Greg Foster. And he says, Hey Greg. Any of you guys hear about an event up here in Manchester called Play Expo? There was a smattering of the latest games on show, including the utterly fantastic XCOM Enemy Unknown Brilliant and the game. equally turgid big pile of shit that is stupidly called Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. So firstly, he wants to know... What's did wrong any with you, Greg? Well, firstly, he wants to know, did any of us go to the Play Expo event? No, because it was in Manchester. And secondly, he said, do you agree with my assessment of Metal Gear Rising? Just why is it so rubbish? Um, but he does put at the end... Thank you so much for bringing my attention to the um, or to bring into my attention the charity special effect. They do amazing work, and I'd encourage anyone to donate a spare fiver, tenner, or whatever they have. That was from our pub quiz where we raised loads of money for special yeah, effects. Yeah, and um, it's a really cool charity. Do it. Very yes, cool they're, charity. They're definitely worth it. And we'll it. be doing more fundraising stuff with them. Agreed. In the they um they just to give them a bit of background. They help out kids with disabilities to play video games. Yeah, and it's um like go check them like Google them. They're really. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Good shout. Yeah, so Metal Gear. Metal Gear it's Rising. It's not bad at all, and Greg doesn't obviously understand. Now, I have not played it, and nor have I played any Metal Gear games, but I am quite excited about it. I like Hack and Slash. The free cut thing looks awesome. 
Um, it just looks really, really exciting. Greg, I'd be interested to know what specifically you didn't like about it. Do you say in your email? Uh, no, he doesn't. No, you um, don't say, what didn't you like about that game? It's brilliant. It's, it's hilarious. It's just, it, it's apparently quite, um, it was quite hard to design. This is really, really boring, but I found it quite interesting. Um, they, because of the free, the free cut thing and you can cut anywhere, um, when you build things in games, they're, um, the cylinders are always hollow, but obviously they need to fill them with things. Um, so when you cut, you have blood and marrow and stuff and bone. And apparently that was a real struggle for them. And also when the, the film Ratatouille was made, that was one of the biggest problems they had because obviously you're cutting things and CGI, in the, everything's there's cylinders, inside there's the nothing polygon. inside them. Oh, and so they, they, it took them ages to like... <laughs> the polygon is empty. Them. Yeah. Wow. So, that's just blown my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm just thinking of all the, all the chopping and carrots. <laughs> and ruined everything for you. All CGI yeah. films forever. It's all of a near. No, that's give, all I'm going to think about. Revengeance more of a, I don't know why you wouldn't like Revengeance. It's, I mean, did you did you do the bit where you run up the missiles and jump on the helicopter and then slice it up? You're asking him, but he's not here. Oh, <laughs> Greg, <laughs> Greg, I'm having a very one-sided conversation with you here, Greg. I don't feel you're participating fully in this. At least you can win. Kezza wants more information <laughs> from you, Greg. Email us back. I think it's really, really fun. Um, I think it's not Metal Gear, but who cares? It's it's a platinum game. I do love platinum games, though. Yeah, I think it, I think it's... It's worth giving us a second shot when it comes out. I've just been reminded that Bayonetta 2 exists. That's made my day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> any, any more for I, any more? I have, I have some feedback from Alex Holloway. He asks, are there any games, specifically series, there that you've never games. played <laughs> and, <laughs> and got into and realised why everybody loves it? So are, are there a game series which have been out for ages but you've never played? Um, he says this happened to him. Uh, when he saw on Steam that they were selling all Total War games for £25. Oh, yeah, no, they are awesome. My big thing was that I think they should make Game of Thrones Total War. I think that would Holy do really well. Holy shit, that's the best idea you've ever had, Carmali. And yep, and I will be accepting royalties for that. Oh, that how happens. good would that be, Total War Game of mm. Thrones? But yeah, no, I haven't, um, I don't know really. Well, I haven't played Metal Gear, but yeah. I have been thinking about getting into it. Yeah. I know Final Fantasy, maybe. I kind of came to Final Fantasy, I, well, I started playing the ninth one and then was like, Mm. Woo! And kind of went back and played seven, eight, and yeah, I've played everyone since. So, yeah. including the MMOs, but we don't like to talk about that. So yeah, it was Minecraft for me. Years and years of people going, you know, going crazy over Minecraft, and I only got into it last month. Any more? No, I ain't got one. You ain't got one. I um, still don't get Final Fantasy. I've tried several times to understand it. Yeah, well, you're a broken human. Who has no soul. It's <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Luke. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not the biggest gamer in the room, but I think I need to have a go at GTA, don't I? I think you, you do probably definitely do. Really have do. You really like GTA. what's coming on the horizon. Yeah. 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 Really do, you do yeah. need to have a go at GTA, dude. Maybe Christmas. Maybe Christmas. Maybe you'd like Sleeping Dogs, actually, because you like, you like your Hong Kong-y yeah, films, do. don't you? Yeah, actually, Sleeping Dogs are quite cool, although their latest DLC looks weird. Has there been any film series that you've been like, uh, and then finally you've That's watched one question. and been like, no, actually, Oh, I didn't think of that. Um, I don't know. I wasn't. It wasn't until I was about twenty that I found the Nightmare on Elm Street films, and I quite like them <laughs> in quite a silly, Twisted. trashy way. Mm. Uh, you got me into Back to the Future. Can't beat a bit of Back. To got the me Back to the Future um, on DVD from for Christmas yeah. last year, and I'd never seen any of them, and they're amazing. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're lovely. Really fil- they're really great films. Mm. No, I saw way too much when I was little. I'm trying to think of TV. Arrested Development, I came too late. Oh. I'm Family Guy, but yeah. Arrested Development, yeah, just Sopranos. Blew but that's because that's because I was a bit too young to watch Sopranos when it was on. I was yeah. I was a young teenager, and it's probably yeah. a bit traumatic. I really want to get into The Wire, dude. Feel good. I need, I've heard I need to. Yeah. 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 I mean, let's not talk about The Wire because it's it's a cliché conversation. Yeah. But, watch but you'll it. love it. Yeah. Okay. Good question though. Yeah, Excellent that was a great question. question. Enjoyable. 
Is that it for the feedback? I believe that is that all is we it. have for feedback. Nice. All right. So let's see what is on the horizon. Uh, Keza, any exciting games out this week? Uh, in a word, no. No, it doesn't look like <laughs> it. Um, well, we had, we've had we had a bumper week last week with XCOM and Dishonored. So if you didn't buy either of those, then A, what's wrong with you? And B, you should buy one of them this week because both are excellent. Mm. Um, this week we have 007 Legends. Honestly, I haven't read any of the reviews for that. Is it, is it as bad it's as it looks? It's, um, yeah, yeah, well, our review, you should read our review, by the way, because it has a... It's beautifully like it's funny in it cutting but it basically yeah there's one where it says um, I think the line that we've all taken away from it is this is a game that doesn't just take liberties with the 007 series it takes the piss um they well for a start they've retconned um Daniel Craig into yeah, all I, the they've, films they've, well, yeah that's so weird why would they do that I remember um, when that was announced I was like I don't want to see it, Daniel Craig no, at all. I, I, no. and it's not it's dam. not it's not very graphically kind of great either and it's just apparently gameplay is awful so um yeah it's Steer clear of that one. Well, it's like the, the GoldenEye remake they did last year. You know, GoldenEye being one of the greatest games on the N64. Mm. And they just put Daniel Craig in it. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I yeah. really like Daniel Craig, but still. Just this off. needs to stop. Yeah. Um, Dance Central 3 is out. Uh, if I had a... If if Connect worked, I'd be excited about that. But Connect <laughs> doesn't work, especially not in my house. Um, so I'll still be playing Just Dance 4 instead. Doom 3 BFG edition is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes, lots of people are up for that, aren't they? I've never seen people be so excited about being able to use a torch and a gun at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> what, just in general life? Yeah. Well yeah. Video I know, it's so, it's so weird that people are like, oh my God, you get to use your torch and your gun at the same time. I'm like, this is a strange situation. Yeah. It's just an odd sentence. And Skylanders Giants, if you have any small people in your life, they'll be very excited about that. Yeah. Um, another opportunity for Activision to charge an awful lot of money for some slightly bigger action figures this time. Mm. So that's good. Uh, the game's good, though. It's 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 doing well. Cool. And uh, on the movie front, we've got Madagascar 3, which I hear is okay. I quite like the trailer. Yeah. But I've Afro... Not, not seen two. So really? Mm. Oh, they had some really annoying ads for Madagascar 3 running on IGN for a while, a couple of months ago. <laughs> it's like every single video had the same, <laughs> the same 30 second clip. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Paranormal Activity 4 which is good and Frank and Weenie which is absolutely brilliant I and I urge that. everyone to go see that um, I'm not so the biggest Tim Luke Burton it. fan mm. and obviously I, I don't think he's made a good film for quite a long time but this is proper classic Tim Burton where you feel like it's really part of him this story Awesome. Nice. and there's so many good characters in it the dog the main dog Sparky is so cute and then there's the cat with the big eyes and the crazy little girl with the big <laughs> eyes and the little kid who's a bit like Igor. Yeah. And there's some monsters in it in the second half that are really awesome monsters. That's awesome. I really so want to yeah. see that. Oh, I want to see that now. Yeah. You sold me. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Well, that's it for this week, I it think. It is. Um, yeah. I have a few plugs. Our Xbox Live app is live. Xbox Live. Mm, it's all happened. Uh, anything to say about that? Download it. Watch our faces. Yeah, it's got all our video content on. Um, We've got our faces. And all our latest stuff, featured stuff. It's really, really good. Dishonored live stream. Watch that. Yep. If you, you haven't already bought Dishonored and played it. Yeah. Or even if you have, it's probably still ex- ex- interesting. And there's guides and stuff as well. So you can like get guides on the games without even having to get up off your ass, which is awesome. Uh, we also have some competition winners. Um, we challenge our readers to come up with their tips for making the most out of Kid Icarus Uprising. And the members, the members of the, the, uh, ba- the members of Wimbledon um, <laughs> of our battle squad, um, pick the best ones. And so Peter Coker, Jordan Bird, and Thomas Wakelin uh, won a full deck of Kid Icarus Uprising AR cards and a 3DS XL. Amazing! So oh. ca- congratulations. Congrats. Congrats to you guys. I think it's a blue 3DS XL, which is good. Mm. Nice. nice looking. Exciting. So Very well nice. done, fellas. 
Uh, that's it for this week. If you want to contact us, we're on Facebook and Twitter, IGN UK. And as Kaza said, it's IGN... Uh, what is it? <laughs> IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. Oh, it's only that's been three one. years I've been doing this. We need a jingle like the webuyanycar.com for that. Yeah. Can we get... Someone want to do us a jingle? I'm sure we've asked this before. Yeah. Make us a jingle and send Make us to the address. Jingle, please. And we'll jingle send, for the emails. And yeah. if it's a good one, we'll send you something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Luke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that he'd be too hard to fit into a postbox. No, I am a small child. And on that rather surreal note, <laughs> uh, we'll say goodbye. Brilliant. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. See you later. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.